Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I'm starting to think that UL needs to change its name to U-Turn. They're after doing another couple of U-turns. You'll remember back a few months ago, they were refusing to refund students for accommodation costs after students returned home at the beginning of the lockdown. They did a U-turn on that. Then they said they were only going to hold virtual graduation ceremonies. They've done a U-turn on that and there's going to be a physical ceremony in 2021. And remember the whole controversy over twin bedrooms. Another U-turn. They're scrapping the twin bedrooms and there will be single occupancy only. We're joined on the line this morning by UL new graduates, Rachel Hickey and Luke Doherty. Good morning to you both. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm not too bad. U-turn, kind of a a catchy name for a university, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, If they were to include people in any of their decisions, maybe they wouldn't have to make so many U-turns. Tell us, Rachel, you were involved in trying to get them to change their policy about uh, the uh, online graduation ceremonies. You must be delighted that they actually have backtracked on that one. Yeah, definitely. We're delighted. Like That's all the petition wanted was to postpone it and never put anyone in danger. So they've said that now that they, they will hold one when it's safe to do so. So we're all really happy with that. And, and tell us, why is it so important to you that you have a physical ceremony? Um, I think just everyone just wants their achievements recognised. We work really hard throughout the four years and you want to do that among your friends and family and peers. And it just, you know, it, it wasn't good enough really just to do that at home. And and just, you know, it was really, just really bleak to be honest. So I think you just want your achievements recognised. And the fact that it's going to be happening in 2021, is that a problem? I don't think so because this year has flew as it is. I mean, it'll be 2021 before we we realise it. Um, I think everyone is going to be forced to stay in Ireland anyway. No one is going to be immigrating or going anywhere. Well, maybe a few, but, um, you know, everyone will still be around regardless. So I don't think that'll be an issue. Luke, you're also a recent graduate. What did you study yourself? I did civil engineering. I just finished up this year, yeah. Okay, and are you, you pleased about this decision now about a physical ceremony? Yeah, yeah, I I think it was fantastic. Like, uh, as Rachel was saying, you know, previously UL did not take the opinions of students into account. And uh, it was quite a shock at the time that they were cancelling the graduation without even exploring alternatives. And there was no transparency about the decision. They weren't really explaining what they were doing. And it's great that they've acknowledged their mistake and are now uh, taking students' opinions on board. Uh, the new student, uh, UL Student Life Team, in fairness, they deserve a lot of credit for uh, for ensuring that the students' voices are heard. And um, because you know it was it was a uh, it was a constant battle to try and uh, to try and get the graduation to take place. And at least they're not ruling out uh, the possibility of it happening. Um, and in fairness, like this is the best we could hope for in the current circumstances. And uh, credit to UL for changing their stance in this one. Yeah, I have to say it baffled me when they first announced it because. I understand your position. Each of you obviously want your your day out and your recognition uh, for your own individual achievements. But I've always felt those graduation ceremonies are a massive acknowledgement of what the university does. You know, I mean, University of Limerick is a fantastic university here on our doorstep. They do so many great things. They're involved in so, so much research, which is really helps to drive our whole economy as well as graduating all these students in these fantastic courses every year. Uh, and 
that ceremony is a celebration of that for the university itself as well as for each individual. Absolutely, like, and it's a it's a huge selling point for the university as well. You know, um, showcasing the uh, students' achievements and you know how they've got on, and like all the pictures in the newspapers and everything. So you you have to you have to I have to say like it's not it's not a decision that they would have taken lightly to cancel them, but I do think they should have, they should have looked at alternatives and also get more student opinion on board. And because yeah, it is. It's a huge. It's a huge occasion, and you know, like for some families, you know, if they're the first, uh, if they're if it's the first person in a family to graduate, you know, it's a it's a huge celebration, not just for the for the individual, but for the entire family. Rachel, um, you, it doesn't mean you'll have to wait for your actual qualification, though, does it? No. So we're still going to be conferred an absentee um, on the eleventh of August, and. They had been saying before also that you would get a digital certificate. Um, now they've changed their mind and said that they will actually post out the certificate to you as well. So you will get that by the end of August. Okay, so you, you don't have to wait for any of that. That's a positive thing. And for yeah. those heading back to UL or hoping to begin their college career at UL in September, it's very unusual times await them. They may not experience the same kind of campus life that both of you did, will they, Rachel? No, definitely not. Um, I think, I don't know exactly what's going to happen but I think it's like three weeks on campus for each and then you'd spend the rest of your time doing online. I'm not sure fully what it is but it's definitely not going to be like what we experienced. Luke, your plans for after your degree, have they changed because of COVID-19? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, I um, I spent a year working in Vancouver and I, I had in the back of my head that I was going to go back um, after I finished college. Uh, obviously that has been postponed for for a long time but I I was lucky in that I was able to get a job with a a local construction company Finbar Condon Construction and we're we're currently um, redeveloping the Ivan's you know, Ivan's in Cardiven is becoming a healthcare centre. Oh of course Ivan's is an iconic building in Cardiven. Yeah. 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 So you're working on that at the moment. Yeah I'm working on that at the moment but yeah of course my plans have changed. I I, I planned on, uh, on heading straight out of the country after after I, I finished college, but uh, in fairness, like it hasn't been a bad thing as well, you know, because I've got involved in the Liverpool Limerick campaign as well, so I, I'm trying to help out the local area as well. Okay, what about this U-turn on the the twin rooms, Rachel? Obviously, COVID nineteen has driven that, but the, when they first announced they were going to be opening these twin room accommodation, there was, there was a huge response to it. People were very unhappy. They didn't think students should have to share a room at all. At all. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was that they didn't have to share a room, but it was the pictures that were circulating. Um, I mean, there was like 30 centimetres between each bed. They were right up on top of each other. So maybe that's something beneficial that COVID-19 brought is that people can't live that up on top of each other. Um, they were bleak. Now they were really, really close together. And there was one desk, um, one toilet, one desk, and then the two single beds just shoved up on top of each other. Do you think now that they'll be put in a position where they'll never actually be able to introduce that twin accommodation at all? Probably not in the rooms they have. If they had larger rooms, you know, sharing rooms are definitely an option for people. But just the rooms that they had and and putting two single beds into them was not an option. International students aren't going to be charged for the first two weeks in student accommodation while they're quarantining. But do you think that any international students will even be coming over for a semester given the current circumstances, Luke? Um, yeah, like it's 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 a tricky situation because 
you know, as as Rachel mentioned, they're going to be three weeks. They're probably only going to be uh, physically in the college for three weeks, and the rest of it will be online. So, that, uh, for an international student, they're not going to have really a, a, an experience of Limerick or an experience of UL in just three weeks in a semester. So that's going to be a huge. Um, uh, that would be a huge reason for them not to come over. Uh, but but yeah, like it is, it's it's a great thing to see though know, they've gone back in the twin room decision. Because um, like when I, when I first heard of UL's plans to you know convert the single rooms into twin rooms, I honestly thought it was satire. Like I I, I thought the, that it was a, a joke article making fun of the the lengths that UL would go to to expand. Like two beds with just a small bit of space uh, in between. You'd actually have to climb over someone to to get to the bathroom. Like uh, it was just it, it was it was ridiculous. But I suppose when their only focus was uh, on bringing in five thousand extra students, um, student well-being isn't as important. Uh, and it's it's a shame, you know, it's taken a global pandemic for them to go back on that. But uh, at least it's a, it's a positive and um, um, it, it's positive that it's been scrapped. And the interim president of UL, Krista May, has explicitly said on this very programme recently that they won't be reducing fees despite the fact that the majority of the coursework in the upcoming semesters is going to be done online. What do you think of that, Rachel? What do I think of it? I mean, I think it should be obviously reduced, but I'm sure UL has taken a serious hit in that, you know, they've lost all their international students and, you know, a lot of funding that they would be relying on is probably not coming in. So do I think it should be reduced? Yes. Do I think they're capable of reducing it? I don't know. They've lost a lot of funding. Okay, well, do you have any further details about your own graduation ceremonies or is it just a vague early in 2021 at this stage, Rachel? Yeah, it's just saying hopefully a physical ceremony will be held in 2021. There's no dates or anything set yet, but it is more positive Um than what we were being told before, so we're all holding out hope that we will throw our cap and gown in the year. And and your own plans for the future? Um, well, I was supposed to go to Australia as well, <laughs> so uh, that obviously has been put on a hold, so now I'm considering a Masters. I haven't decided fully, but we'll see. <laughs> Okay, well, stay in touch with us, Rachel, and congratulations on Thank the success of your petition in, in getting you out to reverse that decision. And Luke Doherty, you stay in touch as well. We'll be uh, wanting to hear more and more of your work with Livable Limerick. They're on regularly on this programme as well. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks so much. much. Okay, you. that's Luke Doherty Bye. and Rachel Hickey, recent UL graduates. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.